All right, we good? All right, so we are, we are concluding our why series today. I'm so excited. Um, it's been fun to go through the whys, the whys of uh, church life, Christian life, the, the things that we do and understanding uh, the, the foundations of Christian growth and, and walking with Jesus and, um, you know, just becoming a disciple, walking along Jesus, following him, uh, growing in areas that we do need to grow in, that we can't just stay where we are, right? Right? We can't stay where we are. We've got to, we've got to keep moving forward in the Lord and to, um, you know, just, just see growth. It, uh, I've, I've said a bunch of times during messages here, it's, it's never a compliment if you don't see someone for a long time and then they're like, whoa, like, you haven't changed. You know, Still the same, you know, like, oh, still the same. It's like, oh, no, that's actually, uh, all right, got to work on that. So, so the whys. Uh, so today we're talking about worship, which is, uh, which is a fun one for me. And, um, but I, I even want to extend it to, you know, when we say worship, that's, uh, there, there's a lot to unpack with that and don't have a ton of time, obviously, on a given Sunday to do that. But I really want to talk about why sing. Why sing? You know, because we, we dedicate some time to singing every week, right? And so even if you're new here and you're kind of like, man, these guys just like love music or something. Like, it's like we can't even, uh, you can't even have a gathering. You can't even like have a luncheon without like, all right, where's the guitar? And we're going to sing some songs before we eat some pizzas, you know? And, but the singing portion is so important. And, um, and that's why I'm kind I'm, I'm not necessarily asking, you know, why do we worship? I mean, you know, spoiler, spoiler alert, we worship because God created us to worship. So I, I already ruined the end, the end of the message for you. Um, but, I, but within the question of why worship, it, I really want to say, why sing? Like, why do we as a church engage in singing as one of our primary forms of worship? I mean, it's true. Like, and if you've been around long enough, if you haven't, worship is far more than just uh, music and singing. I mean, Martha even said that earlier with giving of the offering in our finances, that we worship God uh, even with uh, what, we, what we make, what God provides for us. Uh, worship includes every activity of life. We're, we're commissioned and, and encouraged to offer up our, our entire lives as a sacrifice before God. But it's also true that in the church, especially the, our contemporary churches, that uh, we spend a large portion of time singing together during this time we call a worship service. So, so why do we do this? I mean, first, uh, I'll, I'll tip my hand uh, right up front. I'm very much in favor of singing as a form of worship. Uh, it's a gifting God has blessed me with, and I'm excited to use it for him uh, as a worship leader, as a pursuing songwriter. Um, I'm just glad that singing and music is a large part of the dynamic of our corporate gatherings. Um, you know, so, so even in the saying, like, why do we sing, it's this, there's nothing negative about it. I'm just asking more from the point of view, you know, do you know, do we know and understand the, the reasons, the why <laughs> behind the singing of songs as worship? And I think it's important that we talk about that. We're not just, like, assuming, hey, you come in and we sing, like, that's what we do, obviously. You know, we don't want to say it's an obvious thing because to everyone it isn't an obvious thing. You know, some people are still, like, wondering. They've been here for a year. Like, why do we still sing, like, every Sunday? Like, we don't, why don't we mix it up a bit and do something else? But I believe singing is a special gift from God. And I'm not talking about the quality of singing. Uh, as, of course, that, you know, there's incredible uh, 
Oh, joyful noise. Yes, make a joyful noise. There we go. We always default to that if someone has a very um, uh, a, a unique voice. Yes. Yeah. I think that's why God threw that in the Bible. He threw it in there just as a disclaimer, so no, not everyone, no one would be left out. But I mean the actual act of singing is one of the most effective and divinely inspired ways to help us deepen our understanding of God and to grow spiritually. And I want to unpack that. Uh, think of singing in God's word. Uh, an important verse in this topic of singing is in Colossians chapter 3, in verse 16. Can you get that? It says, let the word of Christ dwell rich in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So this verse explicitly links the, the word of Christ, okay, as it richly dwells within us with the activity of singing, of song. Thus, singing is shown here as a God-given way for us to connect with his word and his truth, all right? So we can also consider what the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 17 through 20. Paul writes, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, Paul, who is a, a learned man in, the, in a very, um, you know, just a father in the early church, making, making it a big deal about singing, melody, but like combined with the heart posture of thankfulness. There's, there's a good combo there. And in these verses, the, the connection is shown between uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit and singing songs. It's interesting, in the King James that I don't read too often, um, but I hear that's the version that Jesus used. Is that right, Pat? Is that right? Okay, all right. Um, just got to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> oh, man. All right, so uh, in the King James, though, it's interesting how in this same verse, this, this pair of verses, uh, you know, they, they kind of place a semicolon. You know, there wasn't really punctuation in original tran uh, transcripts, but um, making this one continuous thought between verses 18 and 19 and thinking of the, the word speak, like singing, the, the um, addressing one another, it's a continuous sense. It's a continuous verb of continuously addressing, not just in one moment, but in other words, in, in Ephesians, it's telling us that our singing, our, our speaking, our addressing, it's the result of the overflow of the filling of the Holy Spirit. So being filled with the Holy Spirit will naturally lead to songs of praise, to singing, to making a melody in your heart. It won't be something you'll have to conjure up. It won't be like, well, i got to sing today, I guess. It'll be like, man, I am just so full of the joy of the Holy Spirit that, like, singing is the natural response. So some of you may be asking, all right, well, where's the connection be sing between singing and, and maybe the Word of God in Ephesians? It's interesting, uh, I, in kind of poking around different scriptures between this and thinking about the, 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 the filling of the Holy Spirit and His activity in us as we worship, I looked at the Gospel of John um, just on the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer, and 
I don't have these scriptures up there, but in uh, both John 6, verse 63, and John 16, 13 through 14, it speaks of the Holy Spirit as one being, as being one who gives life and makes known to us the life and words of Jesus. You know, that he will lead us into all truth. The Holy Spirit is the one that guides us in that way. And so these verses show that one of the main roles of the Holy Spirit is to reveal the work and the words of God to us and in us. So that's, that's a connection. The, when the word of God, okay, richly dwells within us, one of the results is singing. And just when the Holy Spirit fills us, we are inspired to sing. Singing is the overflow. You know, God, God uh, I always say God knows what he's doing. You know, and then when I don't know what I'm doing, I go to God. Because that's where, like, I'm like, all right, he knows. But the direct connection between himself, his word, the Holy Spirit, singing, there's like this mysterious overlapping connection between these things. And, and even um, reading the Psalms, there's something over 200 references to praising God, and many of those include singing. It's not this like, well, you worship in that way, but I'll, I'll worship over here this way. No, it's like singing corporately. There's something about this practice. There's something about it. And there's also quite a few verses uh, where the language is, is structured as a command. It's not even just like, hey, good idea, right? You know, do it. <laughs> do it now, you know? So then the question that I, I'm thinking is why? Again, going back to this why, like what is so special or unique about the act of singing itself? And there are probably a dozen reasons of, you know, why singing is such a powerful gift to us when it comes to worshiping God. But I just want to touch on a few this morning. The first one is the act of remembrance. Okay. One of the most obvious strengths of hearing melodies and singing songs is their ability to be remembered. I mean, all of you, someone's got a favorite song. Someone's got a, a go-to song in here, right? You know, have you noticed that the right words set to the right melody are almost like impossible to get out of your head? You know, things, yeah, everyone's like, start singing. All right, here we go. Like, you know, you know I just, it's like if, if you're a parent and, and you watch any number of kids' shows, like kids' shows are like riddled with songs. Like the people who make cartoons, kids' shows, they're not stupid. Like, everything is a musical. <laughs> everything is to song. Like, and you're, like, you're at work, and you're just, like, all right, we got to, like, build this garage, and, like, all of a sudden, you're, like, singing Dora the Explorer and, like, you know, uh, something else, and you're just, like, what the heck? Why am I singing this song, you know? <laughs> My children. <laughs> it's, like, Jake and the Neverland Pirates never gets out of my head. Let it go. Let it go, see? But like commercials, you know, you can see that. I mean, for those of you, you know, older, you know, I wish I, I were an Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> see, it's, like it's, it's just the way it is. Now, see, now uh, you're welcome for the rest of your day. <laughs> or how about uh, Jesus loves me? See, there's that joyful noise again. I love it. But of course you can finish it. Of course you can. However, many of you might be tough to remember what, what like Pastor Dick spoke on last week. 
Yeah, no, that's not, that's not on him. That's on you. <laughs> He's going to sing. You're going to sing next week, aren't you? <laughs> but the point, the point of that isn't to bash like sermons or, or like the messages are subservient to singing. It's, it's, it's the point. The point is to show the incredible ability of remembrance inherited in, inherent in, inherent, inherent in the singing of songs. There are technical reasons for how, why lyrics set to certain melodies interact with like our conscious, our subconscious, something it taps into. Similarly, uh, there are specific reasons why the act of singing these melodies trigger things in our brain. They will always have a way to connect us to remembrance. I mean, I can still remember songs my mom would sing to me at night, you know, as a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing how if I hear a song, I'm like, I know that song. How do I know that song? And it, like, takes me a while to remember, like, oh, yeah, yeah, my mom sang that. But it, it's like something in the brain. It doesn't leave. It's like it's, it's, it's back there somewhere. But we don't need to understand all the physiology behind this, right? I mean, we're not going to, like, do a science lesson or anything here today. But it's just the way that God created us, and he created us this way on purpose. God placed this incredible ability in your brain to absorb music and lyrics into your very being. I believe that's one of the specific purposes for, for this, uh, that one of the purposes for this was so we could more fully engage in relationship with God and with his word. I'm convinced of that. Um, I'm not going to go there, but there's an interesting text in Deuteronomy if you're, if you're like, you know, like, hey, thanks, Eric. All right, now i got to go back to the Old Testament, and maybe that will be nighttime reading. But it's really good. In Deuteronomy chapter 31 and 32, God instructs Moses to write down a specific song and teach it to the nation of Israel. Now, the reason for this instruction was so that the specific message, the word of God, would be of song and it wouldn't be forgotten by future generations. Specifically in Deuteronomy, it says that the words of the song, as they remember and sing, they will be life-giving to their children. This text is it's an, it's an example of how God intends for our singing to be a vehicle by which we remember his words, we remember his deeds, and the very nature of who he is. Um, another example of this singing as a vehicle of remembrance uh, um, uh, in, in the book of Exodus, it tells of the people of God being freed from the, the, the rule and, and dominion of Pharaoh and, and being uh, delivered into the promised land, that God would guide them. And in Exodus 15, Moses and Miriam, guess what they do? They sing. <laughs> they sing. They lead a song of worship declaring God's mighty act of deliverance from Pharaoh. Overflow, joy, Holy Spirit, it at work, bam, song. It's like clockwork. But we also declare the glory and the truth of God, intricately uh, tied into the reality that singing um, helps facilitate remembrance, uh, is also the realization that singing is a powerful way to give God glory. You know, we say, oh, how, God, how can I thank you? You know, we say that, oh, God, you've been so good to me. Like, how could I ever give back to you, you know, in any capacity what you've given to me, right? 
in, in one of his writings on the glory of God, um, John Piper has this interesting uh, little statement. He says, we sing, we sing because there are depths and heights and intensities and kinds of emotions that just won't be satisfactorily expressed by mere form, prose, or even poetic readings. There are realities that demand to break out of this prose into poetry, and some demand that poetry be stretched into song. It's like that next level. It's the difference of like writing something out to someone and, and then saying it to someone. Like if there's someone you love, you want to give a note. I mean, it's always nice. You know, you can write a note, I love you. But then sometimes it's, it's the, you know, it's going that extra, you know, saying it. You know, you say this to my kids all the time. Use your words. Use your words. Um, and I think that's what God does with us. Use your words. You can know that God is good, but you know what's even better? Declaring that God is good. See, understanding this aspect of singing as, a, as an avenue of expressing God's glory, his truth, I think it goes a long way in opening up the richness of even as you read the scriptures, as you read the Psalms, you, you read the, the, um, the songs of David about like whether it's rejoicing or it's suffering or it's, you know, God, like I don't understand why this is going on. I mean, all the questions, like everything in song format, there's, there's like, it's like there's a song for it for every season of life. Everything. It could, be, it could be blessing. It could be praise. It could be suffering. It could be lament. There are songs to be sung in every season. And to further tie together these threads of thought concerning God's uh, truth in our singing, um, even if we look again at Ephesians 5 that, that I touched on earlier, it shows that singing results from the filling of the Spirit. So keeping this in mind, um, I think I alluded to this I alluded to this before in John 16, but it says, but when he, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will, he will tell you what is yet to come. And he will bring glory to me, being Jesus, by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. So the Holy Spirit brings glory to Jesus by making known God's truth to those he fills. That's why it's so important to just be continuously filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we put this understanding in with, you know, Ephesians 5, and we can see that by being filled with the Holy Spirit, he reveals to us the life and the truth of Jesus. Uh, worship leader uh, Bob Coughlin, who I've read a couple of his books on worship, um, you know, in the, in the church, he's kind of a father in that area, but he's commented that one reason why we often sense God's presence in a more pronounced way uh, like when we gather here, you know, not just like maybe not just in your car, but it's like there's something about gathering together with the people of God. He says when we gather to sing God's praises is that the Holy Spirit is in our midst inspiring our songs. I love that. I love that. The, it, it ties in even with what Jesus said, where two or more are gathered, there I am in the midst of them. There's something about just coming together and being united, but that, that act of singing. And also, we're, I, I'd say we're more, um, we're more fully connected through singing as well. You know, that level of engagement. Um, you know, I want to leave you with a uh, kind of with a final thought on why we should view singing as a, a viable expression of worship. See, God created music and the act of singing in such a way that it engages our emotions and intellect simultaneously. 
Now, some people are worried about music because they're like, oh, I don't want it to be like all hype. And, you know, sometimes it can be like this rah-rah thing of trying to stir up something, you know. And uh, I think at the Vineyard, we do a really good job of not doing that. You know, that isn't like a rah-rah cheerleader experience. It's like, no, let's let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit. Amen? But God created uh, music in this, in, in how it hits us, you know, emotionally and intellectually. And when this occurs, I'm just, I'm convinced that we're able to connect with God far more fully than just trying to do an either, like an either or, right? It's not about, oh, oh is it emotions or is it our, our mind, our intellect? It's, no, it's both. I mean, you know, uh, even in the church, I think why we place such a high value on singing and worshiping together is that, you know, the, the value we have for gathering together, it isn't just about like, oh, I came to hear the preacher preach, you know? Um, and in some, some uh, communities in some times gone by, it's always been about the, you know, singing was kind of the, uh, you know, singing was the local opening, uh, op- you know, local band, and then, the, and then the sermon was like U2 or something. Like, it was like, here's the Beatles, you know, the, looking at it as like this, you know, uh, it, like, this is just to get us warmed up for the sermon, you know? And it's like trying to elevate something above something else that was never meant to be elevated over. Because the thing is, in churches, in services, it's not just about, okay, like teaching of the Bible, which I love. I love the Bible. It's, it's truth. It's God's word to us. But when we gather, I just love to know that we are more about the presence of God in the midst of us. That can be in singing. That can be in the word. That can be in fellowship. That can be in our hospitality. That can be in communion, in baptism, right? So we're not elevating one thing over another. We rejoice in all the things because God's presence is saturated in all of it. Anyway. There you go. I just kind of went on. Just right out, right out the mind there, the intellect. There, there's that intellect for you. Um, <laughs> hmm. I know it's good. You know, Paul, just going back to Colossians three again, just during this, the the thread of the intellect plus the emotion, I think, in that scripture, like Colossians three, you know, let the word of Christ richly dwell you know, within us as we teach, admonish wisdom, you know, this, this is clearly a call to uh, sober and diligent intellectual pursuits. You know, it's like be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be, like, clear of mind. <laughs> like, have the mind you're supposed to have. <laughs> but Paul adds, as you sing hymns, psalms, ser- spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God, it's, it's the marriage of intellect teaching, meditating, admonishing, combined with emotion, singing with gratitude, not singing like you just ate a lemon, but singing. You know, I always love that. Let let your, you know, if like, if Jesus has changed your life, let your face reflect it. You know, it's always a good place to start, right? I'm not pointing anyone out specifically, by the way, just throwing that out there. So I'm not trying to draw a line of division that would say the intellect is devoid of emotion or that singing is only emotional and devoid of intellect. I think they're very tied together. 
They are tied together. It is not an either or in this case. Um, and I think it's also fair to say that our emotions, they, um, they do find an easier expression through the, the, the vehicle of singing, right? There's just something like you can like, I can get behind that. I can sing. I can, uh, I, I think James, uh, James 5.13, you know, it concludes in that statement. I, is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Again, the, it, it's the natural response. It's not a, oh, like, should I, should I do this? Like, man, God, you've been so good. Like, I don't know. Like, if you're in your car and you're by yourself, like, go not sing, sing to the Lord. Like, no one has to, you know. Don't have to worry about what anyone thinks, if it's a joyful noise or not. You know, just, just bless the Lord. Give him the praise that he is due. I mean, there are so many psalms that connect singing and praising with expressing joy to God, and clearly singing is intertwined on that emotional level. So, so again, why sing? Why sing? What, what is it about this aspect of worship? You know, why spend upwards of half our gathered time or whatever it is singing together? Why you know, uh, sing in your car on the way to work. You know, why, why teach and sing songs about God to your children during the day or when they fall asleep at night? Which I love doing that, by the way. You know what's amazing? It's, it's fun to do that because your kids, like, I think of, uh, it's, it's almost like an inheritance. You know, my mom would sing. It's like she would, um, it's like my, my, my mom did this formative thing where, she showed me the practicality of, there's a verse in an Old Testament book, Zephaniah. You probably never read it, which is okay. It's okay. Um, but it says that God will rejoice over you with singing. And it wasn't like my mom was singing to me as a, as a kid. She would sing over me. Almost acted as like this covering. And, uh, and, I, and I don't know how that works. I mean, I'm not trying to be, like, weird and mysterious about it, but I don't know. Like, you, you tell me something else. You, you prove to me otherwise. I don't know. Like, it just, it's the, the singing over. I'm just going to sing over you. And it, I, I'm here today. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. All right. Um. But we sing because God, God enjoys it. I mean, he wouldn't tell us to do it if he was like, eh, eh. No. It's hard to read any portion of the book of Revelation at the end of the Bible and not notice the numerous verses that highlight the amazing singing that's happening around God's throne in eternity, 24-7. Like, I mean, the, the, the imagery, the pictures of just songs before and around God are amazing. They really, like, when you think, it's like, you know, the, the awesome thing about us singing is we're not waiting for that day. We're joining in now. We're joining with the angels now. We are assembling ourselves in alignment with the angels that are already gathered around his throne singing his praises. We're in good company. But we sing because God commands it in the Psalms, like I said, just to sing Come to the Lord, joyful noise, sing. Uh, we sing because singing songs of worship connect us to God and to his word through the aid of the Holy Spirit and helps us to remember all of his incredible attributes and achievements. I think those couple of things of giving him praise, of 
you know, just aligning ourselves and, and really pressing into what God's doing and then remembering, remembering what God has done. Because sometimes, how many of you know, like, life can get pretty tough sometimes and it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those, uh, it's been a while seasons. You know, maybe it's, it's been a while since I felt the joy of the Lord, right? It's been a while since I've really felt the blessings of God on my life. Or it's been a while since I've really been connected with Jesus. I mean, I'll tell you, singing, and, and uh, sometimes I, I hate this statement, but I, and I've come to appreciate it more and more as I've just had experience in the Lord. It, it really is a matter sometimes of uh, sing it until you believe it. Because there are some things that, like, you know, we're just like, man, I don't know. Like, God says that his kingdom is one that won't be shaken, and, and we can trust him in all things. And, man, I'm just, I'm struggling with that right now, right? But that's where the truth of God's word comes in. And sometimes getting behind that with song and praising him has a way of breaking down the, the deception that God isn't there or God doesn't care. And it, and it gets us out of our own way, in a, in a way, and pressing in and seeing God work in such a way. So I would also say we sing as a way to worship God with our whole being because there's something about having to just push through and, you know, just something about hitting those high notes. Oh, yeah, nice. Thank you. So hopefully the next time you, uh, you know, come in, the month of November, we're going to have an interesting uh, setup, some time of worship that I think you're really going to enjoy. We're gonna, I think we're going to spend a bit more time in our worship times together. And, uh, and, and I say this because it, it goes into the values of what we have. We, we highly value the kingdom of God, the teaching of the kingdom of God that Jesus taught and, and experiencing God, whether it's through worship or other things. The, we want people to come to know Jesus in a great way. Um, to experience him through singing. I remember just even my own first, my first experience of coming into a worship service and just being wrecked, <laughs> just being undone, singing to God, being like, why am I crying? I'm just singing. <laughs> you know, like, what is going on? What is happening? I'm like, I'm not even doing it. I didn't even do anything. You know, it's, there's something about it, man. There's something, there's something that God does when we gather together, when we sing, and, and it, it's his presence in the midst of us, which is so awesome. And uh, I don't know how many of you went, I, like, even just gathering the, the different churches. We gathered this past Sunday at EBC. It was awesome. How many of you went? Did a good chunk of you went? I love being able to do stuff like that where it's like, hey, it's just worship night. It's, there's no motives. There's no, like, hey, this pastor's going to speak on this, or they're going to promote this, like, missions thing. Or It's like, no, like, we are literally here just to sing. <laughs> we can gather around that. Even if there's things we disagree upon, it's like, we can sing to God together. <laughs> it's like, we can do this. We can do this. And so it's just the low-hanging fruit of gathering together and, and having something that binds us together. Um, I do want to say uh, tomorrow night we are, if you want to come in, we're uh, speaking of times of worship. Uh, the School Kingdom Ministry class is going to be 
um, continuing their class tomorrow night. Starts at 6 o'clock, but we're going to open it up to time of worship and uh, in ministry time uh, for the class, uh, for the students. And so if that's something that interests you, you want to come in for some additional time of worship and singing together and, and maybe even getting here early so you can uh, check out the, the teaching that they're going to be doing on the Holy Spirit. That starts at 6 o'clock uh, tomorrow night here at the church. So you're more than welcome to join us for that um, and just to see what God will do. But, um, but let's do this. Can we stand? Can we stand as we close? And in some ways, I kind of thought, like, based on this message, I'd want to, like, lead into, you know, we, we talked about, like, oh, we're going to go into a song. We're going to do this. And you know what? It's just no. Um, only because, only because... Uh, I'm really excited about the next four weeks. You know, the month of November, we're really, you know, the leadership, we've prayed about it, talked about it. Um, we just sense that God wants to do some awesome stuff in our midst and just want there to be that anticipation, that expectation for what God's going to do in the midst of us and kind of use this as a launching point, a last hoorah on the why series, but remembering, like, why do we do what we do? We always have to come back to that. We can't just, you know, rest where we are and think, oh, yeah, 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 we're good. Or people walking in for the first time know what's going on. No, no. We can keep communicating it. We can keep talking about it. We can keep rejoicing in it and, and just bless what God's doing. So let's pray. I do ask, come, Holy Spirit. We just be in a posture to receive today. Lord, we do worship you. We do worship you this morning. Lord, even as we think of these things, the way, the way we can give you glory, the way we can remember who you are and what you've done in our lives, God, I thank you for this gift of song. I thank you for music. I was just such a, a vehicle, a, a, a tool for... Uh, for good, and even though anything can be used <laughs> for other otherwise, Lord, you've designed it to be used in a way that would bless your heart, that would bless your name. And so, in this place, I just I, I just pray for revelation of the goodness of yourself through the gift of song, Lord. For those who didn't even know that this was available to them, I just I bless that right now. I just pray for grace right now over them to to be free to worship you in the act of singing in music lord to to be released and to have a grace for just blessing you more and more even if it's been a while if you think like man yeah you know i used to be in my car and driving to work or you know it's been a while whether whether christian radio worship or even just acapella on your own i just i just release you into that that you would find joy again you would find joy in the presence of the Lord, that the singing that you experience with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit, that you would, um, that it would be a direct result of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so that's what I ask for today, Lord, is a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit upon your people who you love so much. Would you come? Would you come? Would you have your way? That's what it's all about. It's about peace and joy. Peace and joy righteousness in the Holy Spirit. So would you come? Would you remind us of the goodness of Jesus? The nail-scarred the nail hands. The price you paid 
Would you help us to remember always, not to get so stuck in what we're going through, but to remember the price that you paid for our deliverance, for our salvation. We bless you. Would you come? Would you have your way amongst your people, in the midst of your people? I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So you guys, uh, if you've got children upstairs, please go get them because they will not get themselves. And if you need prayer, anything stirred in you, um, I'd encourage you to come forward for ministry. And if there's some people who want to help out with that, that would be great. Otherwise, have an awesome day. Love you guys. Be blessed. Have a good week.